and welcome to another episode of Fool's Daily. Um, I'm still joined by Matt. Hello. And I'm unfortunately, we're still also joined by Mr. I've Got No Taste in Movies Other Than Films Made in 1994, Patrick. I think he's got a marvellous taste in films. <laughs> you're just sucking up to him now because you're the one that he generally beats on in the car. With reason, to be fair. Oh, I was, was going to just... say this. It's not like it's it's undeserved. It's not like it's just a, a random act of violence. Normally, I will have said something untoward. Yeah, you'll have you'll have said something. Said, at the tweeted, end. breathed. All right, I've deleted the tweet. Don't make a fuss. So today we are doing drama and thriller, a slash thriller. Yes. Um, this was hard because it's got the biggest range. I mean, it, technically. Loads of the things that we've already talked about could fall into drama slash. Thriller. Yeah, it is, it is a bit of a catch-all. So I've, I've obviously picked ones that haven't fallen into the other categories. Yeah, I have tried to as well. And I've got, again, six nearly made it. Uh, well, I've only got three nearly made it because I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah, well, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I mean, I could only talk about three of them, but I think all six warrant at least... A mention. Okay. So, all right. So my first nearly made it um, is Fight Club. Which nearly, nearly made my list, but didn't make my nearly list. Um, it does have Helen <laughs> Carter. Yes, but it's not directed by Tim Burton. No, but it does have Helen Bonham Carter. Yes. Um, who... Is my Jennifer Connolly? She is basically. Indeed, yes. <laughs> and in fr- frankly, I've got more chance of meeting her and marrying her than you do with Jennifer Connolly, given the fact that she's not in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, they split up, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, but the only reason Jennifer Connolly's still in a relationship with Paul Bettany is because she's not met me yet. It's got nothing to do with the fact that Paul Bettany is in the Avengers and is set for life playing the Vision. But he's also not me. Which is another bonus point to Paul Bettany. Damn. I mean, he's like tall and stuff. Relatively. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but then everyone's relatively tall compared to you. Mm. You know. Good film, though. Your, chi- your children are taller than you. Shut up. And they're nine. Well, that gives a good segue into my choice as well, then. So, yes, uh, Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club. I like Fight Club. Um, spoiler, it's all in his head. Yes. Um, which... I don't know. Did you get that the first time you watched it? Not until the, obviously you, the ve- the reveal at yeah. the very ends, but no. Okay, no, I didn't. I didn't get it either. I didn't work out that you know it was just all in his head at all. Um, and normally I pick up on things like that. So you know, sixth sense I solved early. Yeah. Um, and that, if you solve it early, it sort of takes away the impact. But mm. Fight Club had the impact, and I really like that about the movie. And I don't know if you could make. I don't know if you could make movies like that now with the internet because it would be much harder not to have the spoilers come out. Yeah. Uh, but it worked really well. So that was my, that's my first. Yeah. Choice. Well, one of my six is also a Fincher film. Okay. Also got Brad Pitt in it. Seven. Yeah. It's good. Seven. Mm. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, playing Morgan Freeman. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't ever not play Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can put him in that 
terrible Jim Carrey thing where he plays God and he's still playing Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Uh, what is that called? Bruce Almighty. That's it. That's it. Um, no, Seven Seven is a good movie. Um, I got quite drunk last time. The I've only watched it once, mm. um, and I got quite drunk watching it. So the end was a bit hazy. Oh, the end is uh, the, the is the clever bit. Yeah, that's what I seem to remember. Yeah, uh, it's definitely on my. You know, that, that's the one that springs to my mind. Of yeah, not my top film, but the one that nearly makes it. Yeah. It is very good. Um, so if you you've got so many, Matt, that you better do another one. I better do another one. Fargo, because we talked about the Coen Brothers earlier. Yeah, Fargo's excellent. My favourite Coen Brothers film, purely for the bit where she walks around the corner, and he's got the foot sticking out of the mulcher thing. Yeah. But great film. Um, didn't Frances McDormand get the Oscar for that one? She did, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Brilliantly written, great actors. Buscemi's always good. Um, but William Macy is brilliant in it as well. And, of course, Frances McDormand is absolutely superb as the heavily pregnant kind of sheriff. Do you know what? I'm trying to think what it is and if I've seen it. If you don't, if you haven't, it's definitely worth seeing. Yes. Um, slightly heretical. Mm. I think that the TV series was better. I didn't watch any of the TV series for fear oh. of it damaging. No, the no. Watch the t- watch the TV series. Yeah. It's brilliant. I mean, I love Martin Freeman and stuff anyway. No, it's it's got the same. It's interesting, actually, Fargo, because Gross Point Blank, which we talked about a few episodes ago, yeah. owes a lot to Fargo, mm. I think. That that whole black humour thing yeah. um, works really well. Uh, but it's a... Fargo's a good movie. Yeah, highly yeah. recommended. Um, I'm still trying to think... Well, while you're thinking, Goodfellas. Uh, yes. Yeah. Probably my favourite of that group of movies. I think it's probably my favourite Scorsese film, in fairness. May, yeah, could be. Um, it's very, very good. Mm. Um, it's before... Joe Pesky became a, a, you know, we were talking about uh, Johnny Depp yeah, becoming a caricature of himself, a pastiche of himself. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's the same with Joe Pesky, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's one of the problems with um, some of the other ones is that he perfectly plays the same part. Oh yeah, well, cas- Casino was, you know, it felt almost like a remake of Goodfellas, but turned up to eleven as far as Pesky was concerned. Well, yeah, and the, the scene with the vice. Well, the scene with the pen at the bar. But yeah, Goodfellas uh, really liked. Um, I'm just trying to think of a better performance by Ray Liotta, and I can't think of one. No, I wouldn't. Have, I think that's probably is his best. Yeah, 
So yeah, really like that. Have you got yeah? You got another one you want to do? Yeah. Um, accused. Oof. Yeah. Uh, the film that makes you feel bad to be a man. Yeah, it certainly does. <laughs> um, incredibly powerful movie. Yeah. Um, I saw it. At, I saw it at the cinema with um, my, I think then to be wife. I can't. I, I can't remember whether we were married by then. Mm. When did Accused come out? I'm gonna have to look it up, aren't I? Accused the film. No, I'm wrong. Oh, I can't do the Accused. Really? Is it late eighties? It's late eighties. So you didn't even check the dates, you just assumed that you were right then? That's got to be penalty points. Definitely. That has to be. Yeah. I was sure that that... I was sure that that was later. Shameful. Oh, no. Woeful. Does that mean I'm... Oh, no, now I'm going to have to go and look at something else. <laughs> Well, while you're looking up something else, I'll do the. Oh, I'll do. It's still, accused is still brilliant. It is brilliant, oh, it is. but it's irrelevant because it's not in the nineties. True Romance, however, was in the nineties. Christian Slater won that one, isn't it? Yeah, it's the script that he sold to Tony uh, Tarantino sold to Tony Scott in order to get the funds to make Reservoir Dogs. So it's a Tarantino script. Um, but directed by Tony Scott. And if nothing else, the scene between Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken, it's, it makes the list just for that scene alone, where they talk about the questionable heritage of the Southern Italians in a slightly, well, not slightly racist way, a massively racist way. Um, but it's a fantastic scene. And it's got some great other cameos in. It's got Brad Pitt as kind of a stoned roommate. It's got... Oh, God, it's got Gary Oldman as a white, dreadlocked, drug-dealing gangster. See, to me, that's the redeeming feature of the... It's got Val Kilmer as Elvis's ghost, I seem to remember. Um... Yeah, well, yeah, it might do actually. Mm. Who he who he talks to in the mirror? It's got James Gandolfini in it. Yeah, as a particularly um, nasty man who beats up Patricia Arquette. Arquette. It's. I like it, mm. but I don't like it as well. Yeah, I don't think it holds up. It. The first time you see it, it works well, I think. Mm. But it's not one, I think, that you can watch multiple times. Um, it's, it is a good movie, though. Mm. Um, I just don't think it's as good as some of the other ones that you've got on your list. Yeah. Well, I've, I'm left with three that have been cycling around to who's going to make the top, and I have finally made that decision. Okay, well, I, well, I have two, given, the, given my failure with The Accused, which I'm so gutted about, because mm. I do like that movie. Um, but I do have another Jodie Foster movie. Was um, it made in so the I've, 1990s? It was made in the 1990s. That's I have good. Just, I have just double-checked. Yeah. Um, Silence of the Lambs. 
Very, yeah, great film. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the fact that we're still they're still making Hannibal shows now uh, as prequels shows the strength of that character. Yeah. Um, Not the first film that he was in, though. No, no, Manhunter was yeah. the first one that he was in with um, the guy who played Grissom in CSI. Yes. Um, what's his face? Cox. Yeah. Um, not Brian. Oh, Brian Cox has Hannibal. Yeah. Yes. I thought you were saying that I was the guy in CSI. No, William Peterson is being... the guy who played. Pretty sure he's not that. No. Uh, no, Science Lounge is excellent. Yeah. Um, you know, we weren't overloaded with serial killer type things. No, I suppose it's kind of the first one that kind of <laughs> reignited the. Uh... Well, yeah, because our serial killers were our, our serial killers were things like, um, you know, Jason or Freddy. Freddy. Yeah, you know, they were much more in the horror genre. Yeah, uh, but Silence of the Lambs introduced us to both Hannibal and uh, I can't remember what his name is now. Uh, Bill Buffalo. Yes, is it Buffalo. Oh, thank Bill. You. Yeah, it puts the lotion on its skin, or it gets the hose again. Uh, so, um, that's, that's almost made it to my number one. That's a very good film. And I've got, I've got, there's a, f- there's a few others. Um, you know, there's a, there was a whole raft of John Grisham adapt adaptations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things like the firm and stuff. Yeah. Um, which were all very good. Um, if slightly formulaic as the Grisham books are. Yeah. I mean, I, t- I mean, we, I think we talked about, this on the road trip as well. A Time to Kill was my favourite of those yeah. Grisham books. Yeah. Um, you know, things like The Chamber and... Mm. Um, Elegant oh, Reef. Yeah, and the... Oh, uh, Client. Yeah. And all of those. I mean, they're all good, solid thrillers. But as you say, very formulaic. But they are, they are formulaic. Um, so what's, what's your next one? Shawshank Redemption. I had that down for a long time, and then I thought that you would probably bring it up, so I took it off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, excellent. Based on a Stephen King novel. Yeah. Well, novella. Well, novella, yeah. Um, probably the best Stephen King adaptation there has been. Without a doubt. Um, Just a great film. Uh, yeah. And Tim Robbins is excellent. Yeah, I mean, regularly features kind of in the top three when they do these kind of... Channel 4 do the top 100 films of the last 50 years or whatever. So, you know, interestingly, I say interestingly, it's not a, it's not a new fact. It did very little money at the cinema, but got a massive following that built up when it came out on kind of the video and DVD release. So its money and its kind of reputation grew not out of its cinema release, but of out of the kind of the home movie style of watching. Yeah. And Frank Darabont then went on to do Walking Dead, of course, having that was his first kind of big movie that he directed and has gone on to do lots of other things since as a director. Yeah, no, it's it's very, very good. Which leaves me with two, which the last, how many of you got left? I've only got one left. What? The one that nearly made and up till three minutes before we started was my choice is the usual suspects 
Okay. Uh, I like the usual suspects. Again, I think once you know the twist, yeah. it falls apart. Yeah. I think I think it's a... I honestly believe that the usual suspects is a one-and-done movie. Yeah, absolutely. But what a one-and-done movie. It is a great one-and-done movie. It's very, very cleverly done. It's very well acted. Um, but I do think that it falls it falls down on the would if there were two of these movies on at the same time would I watch it and I wouldn't because I know what's going to happen I know what's going to happen and that's why I did that last minute switch because I reapplied that rule to the lists that I had okay so what did you switch to so my choice for my favorite drama slash thriller of the nineteen nineties L A Confidential. They were three cops who had nothing in common. Freeze. Big V, what are you doing here? Hey, you know, man, keeping the streets safe, boys. One would do anything to get ahead. You're truly prepared to be despised within an apartment? Yes, sir, I am. One had his own brand of justice. How's it going to look in your report? It'll look like justice. That's what the man got. And one loved the spotlight. What exactly do you do on the show, Jack? I teach Brett Chase how to walk and talk like a cop. The Night Owl Massacre. This is a heinous crime that requires swift resolution. Six victims. One of them, one of our own. Interrogations will be led by Lieutenant Edmund Exley. I need some backup. Come on. All right, Collins boy, I'll help. Now, all of them are faced with solving one case. Go move! I want confessions, Edmund. Oh, I'll break them, sir. These people are all in the morgue. And someone has to pay for it. There's something wrong with the night owl. They just can't prove it. I don't like Alec. Get the hell out. Why do you not like LA Confidential? I just don't like it. I don't know why. I mean, to be honest, I'm not even sure I've sat all the way through it. I really like it. Obviously. I mean, I should like it. Mm. I mean, it's another of those ones that I should like. Yeah. And... Great performances from Guy Pearce. Great performance from Russell Crowe. Great performance from Kevin Spacey. Um, and some other good supporting performances as well. I mean, those I mean are... it's got, it has got Russell Crowe in it, so that might that could well. Because um, I don't like Russell Crowe. No. Um, no, I mean, I should, I should like it. And I like, you know, it's not the fact that it's noir, because, you know, later things like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. I really, really like. Yeah. Um, no, there's just something about that I'm just not a fan of. Mm. La Confidential. It's all right. You're not going to like mine. No, that's all right then. What's yours? <laughs> I mean, it's and mine is going to lose. I'm sure it will lose on IMDb. It certainly loses on Rotten Tomatoes because Rotten Tomatoes, I think, has LA Confidential at 99% or something. Mm. <laughs> it's one of the highest read. Um, mine falls slightly into my rom-com thing. Okay. Um, it Has it got Meg Ryan in it? It does not have Meg Ryan in it. Um, it does have Gina Davis in it, though. Okay. And Susan Sarandon. Oh, really? Yeah. Thelma. I'll get it! Thelma, I've not told you I can't stand it when you holler in the morning. I'm sorry, darling. I just didn't want to be late. Hey, how you doing, little housewife? Louise. Yeah, I still have to ask Daryl if I can go. You mean you haven't asked him yet? Tell me. 
Thelma and Louise are going fishing. How come Daryl let you go? Because I didn't ask him. <laughs> He's going to kill you. I left him a note. <laughs> Thelma and Louise are going to catch hell. I'll have a wild turkey straight up and a coke back, please. Thelma. Oh, what? Tell me something. Is this my vacation or isn't it? Thelma and Louise. Yeah. I love Thelma and Louise. Sorry, Karen. I just don't know what to say. I didn't know you turned into a middle-aged woman. But that's the beauty of it. It's not for middle-aged women. It's for everybody. I mean, it's made by one of my favourite directors. Um, you know, who in Toy made that abomination that came out. Oh, I can't even remember the name of it. It's so dire, whatever he called it. Prometheus. Um, it's just awesome. It's a great, great movie. You know, it's a it's a buddy movie. It's a buddy. It's a buddy movie, and it just happens to have women playing in the, the buddies. Mm. Um, the fact that the fact that it's an empowerment of women women movie is is irrelevant to the fact that it's a great movie. You could put two male characters in it; it would still be a great movie. The fact that it's it's got two women in it makes it a stronger movie, in my opinion. And I think it's I think Thelma and Louise is an absolutely brilliant drama movie, and the the ending, the fact of how it ends, makes it even better. You know, and for those of you who don't know, spoilers, they die. I would agree with everything that you said except the words. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, but again, it's it's a one and done. It's not something I want to watch again. I see. I would watch it again. I mean, I don't want to sound like some sort of misogynist troglodyte, but if there was like a sheet, but you are a scene where they shared a bath or something, then yeah, that might get more than one watch. But no, didn't really. I mean, I've, I've seen it. I enjoyed it. I've only watched it once because, to me, you know, it it was okay. That's fine. Poor um, choice. I think it's a good choice. But I did say at the beginning that I fully expected uh, Lee to go with you again on this. Yeah. I didn't pick... When, when was LA Confidential? That wasn't 94, was it? No, no, no. no you're 97. Oh, that's right, well, <clears throat> if I was going to pick one, I mean, I, Seven and uh, Shawshank are sort of both standing there for me. Yeah. But the one that I like the most out of that is Misery. Ooh. And I had to check to see that was in... But that is right. 1990. I think you will, we'll both agree that he's wrong there, Mike. Well, you can agree with it completely. <laughs> if I agree with you completely, will you say that Thelma and Louise is better than LA Confidential? Well, you see, the problem you've got is that Thelma and Louise was my ex-wife's favourite film. Oh, oh get in there! <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh dear. You've picked badly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you, you chose poorly. But I'm uh, going to go with Mike over uh, Matt's choice. Yeah! Really? Brainwashed me. Um, I see. That's poor. No, that's, what, that's why I laugh when Mike said it. There's quite a lot of that film I can quote while it's on. Yeah. So we've just got guilty pleasures. Have you got alternative guilty pleasures or have you just got a singleton? I've just got one. Me too. Well, we can't... We're, how long have we been wittering this episode? Oh, for God. Oh, we can do guilty, we can do guilty pleasures now. Hang on, then. Let me just pause the recording while I answer the stupid phone. All right, so Matt's dealt with his, his phone call. It was his posh mum. It's not posh. She is posh. Not very. posh. We've met her. She's posh. Not posh. Hey, Matthew, why are you doing that? It's not how she talks. <laughs> bloody is. All right, guilty pleasures. Whilst you were on the phone talking to your posh mum, um, I thought of another guilty pleasure to go with the one that I've got written down. Sorry, so good. I I now have two guilty pleasures. Have you? Um, and one of them... Well, is it a rom-com with Meg Ryan in it? <laughs> no, it isn't. I have no rom-coms with Meg Ryan. Mainly because I knew I would get too much abuse. Now, one of my guilty pleasures might actually not be a terrible movie. Oh, my guilty pleasure is definitely a terrible movie. My other guilty pleasure, the one that I just read when... Oh, why didn't I put that down? Is a stinker. Awesome. Let's have your not stinker first, then. Okay, so my not stinker is The Hudsucker Proxy. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's a good film. <laughs> There's lots of people who would disagree with you. Well, that's the film about a hula hoop. Yeah. It's a clever film. It's very clever. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, admittedly, it, it nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, I've invented a hula hoop. I shall now be in charge. Oh, no, I'm not in charge. What? Ah! Yeah. Um, and then I shall stop time by pulling on the hands of the clock. Seems entirely reasonable to me. Um, but I like the Hudsucker Proxy. I think it's well. I think it's well acted. Yeah. Um, it's Tim Robbins again. Um, he's very good in it. And uh, Paul Newman is excellent. Yeah. Um, well, I, I like it because it's a Coen Brothers film, obviously. So yeah. So. I like, so that's my non-rubbish guilty pleasure. So what's your rubbish guilty pleasure? My rubbish guilty pleasure... And it's the only one of his films that I actually like. Because he's a cook. It was the final voyage of America's mightiest battleship. What's on this helicopter? This little sweetheart. Miss July 89. I love this business. I love you. The party was wild. Love you they really knocked them dead. Imagine this arsenal of tactical nuclear weapons falling into the wrong hands. The Pentagon never did. Four minutes ahead of schedule. Damn, I'm good. Now, a team of terrorists have taken over. Wake up the president. But there's just one thing they didn't count on. The cook. Are you like some special forces guy or something? No, I'm just a cook. Oh my god, we're gonna die. 
Oh, oh, oh! Steven Seagal. Yes. And the one on the aircraft carrier. Under siege. Under siege. And it's not an aircraft carrier, it's a battleship. It's a battleship, yeah. sorry. You, uh, I know why you like it as well. Yeah. Eric no, not just because 15 <laughs> seconds, <laughs> which I bet whenever he watched it was all cracky because it had been rewound and paused so many times. No, not because of that, although that is a great bonus. But it's <laughs> two got, great bonuses. Yes. But it's also got Gary Busey, who I kind of like in a ridiculous way, and Tommy Lee Jones completely overacting as the baddies. Doesn't Tommy Lee Jones wear that horrendous do rag for the do rag, sunglasses, leather jacket? <laughs> As this right, ridiculous pastiche of a kind of Nam era anti establishment CIA assassin. It's just absolutely bonkers. But it's bloody good fun. It's a good movie. No, it's a terrible movie, but it's fun. No, no, no. Okay, it's a fun movie. It's it's from. The... I don't even know. To be though, I'm not sure it's the best cigar movie because it's a bit too mainstream for cigar. The ones where he made things like you know, Marked for Death or um, those sorts of ones, the earlier ones, I think are better. Not better, you know, better worse. Not better, better. Yeah. Um. Apparently, it was nominated for two Oscars at the siege. <laughs> really? For what? I can imagine those two things that came out of the birthday cake. <laughs> the best, the Oscar for best left breasts goes to uh, best sound and best effects. God, it must have been a poor year then. Must have been nineteen ninety three. Must have been very bad. Okay, so that's not. I see. I don't think that's that bad, to be honest. However. I'm pretty sure that my other guilty pleasure is. I'm. This is a rom com with Meg Ryan in it. <laughs> it's not a rom com with Meg Ryan in it. Um, I'm pretty sure though that it is one of the worst movies on IMDb. I can't see that it's not going to be. Oh, oh yes. Um, it's not great. <laughs> What's its IMDb rating? Five point six. Oh, that's quite low. From only 170 users have bothered to rate it. Um, yes, that's not very good, is it? 5.6. Um, What's that then? Um, okay. Uh, she's one of my 90s heroines. Okay. Oh, it's not that bloody cutthroat island. Ah, see? <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> that's a terrible film. We set sail for Cutthroat Island! Put your backs into it. Why don't you row? Why don't you swim? We can't leave yet, Captain. We haven't put enough food on board. We need less mouths. I really think that from now on we should be partners. 50-50. 60-40. What did I say? I said it was terrible. Yeah, fair point. I didn't say this is the greatest movie ever made. Gina Davis, Matthew Modine, directed by Rennie Harlan, who she was married to at the time, which is the only reason the film got bloody made. But it's a pirate movie. 
Sucker for pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I actually, I actually don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. Well, it is. It's not. It's not great. It's appalling. It's not. It's not. It's not appalling. It's not. You know. Incredibly bad. Sleepy, sleepy hollow. Well, no, I suppose not. Yeah. Hey. Um, so yeah that would be my my guilty pleasure would be Cutthroat Island I have watched it many 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 times but then you've got to remember that I'm the same person that for my 40th birthday had my wife get me a DVD copy of The Crimson Pirate starring Burt Lancaster from 1957 that's one of my favourite films that and the Oh, what was this? Is that, he did two, didn't he? There was that one and the sword and the arrow, or the flame and the arrow, who he did with the same guy that he used to be in the circus with. Oh, the the gymnast, the yeah, uh, yeah the Robin Hood type one. Yeah, is it not the hawk and the arrow or something? Something like that. But I love the Crimson Pirate. That was one of my favourite films growing up. It's still one of my favourite films. The scene where they're walking under the sea with yeah. the boat over their heads. heads. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know you had that. I'll have to watch that when I come round. Yes, yes. No, I have. I have that. Have you got a guilty pleasure, Lee? Pardon? Have you got a guilty pleasure other than you know? I was going to say something bad for a family podcast. I would stop myself. I would just yeah. I think that's a sense of flame in the arrow. Flame in the arrow. Where he's Dardo. Mm Mhm. Yeah. You see, I've got sort of, I've got one, but I don't know if it really qualifies, but. It's got Meg Ryan in it. Who else is in it? Um, Mr. Hanks. Sleep 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 Sleep. You've got mail. You've got mail. Oh! Now, wrong with you've got mail. I love no, of course not, Mike. It's a rom-com with Meg Ryan in it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's brilliant. It's so good. And because... Because if you look at it, it's not a, it is a rom com, but it's not a rom com. Because Tom Hanks is really quite evil in it. Yeah. You know, the second, well, the third act of the movie, he knows, and he's still just playing with her. Yeah. He's not the nicest person. It's not like Sleepers in Seattle, where he's nice all the time. You, you, I, I don't think that I think that you should be loud and proud about that movie, Lee. I don't think you need to have yeah. that as a guilty pleasure at all. You see, and the one that would have made it, but obviously, you know, you've got mail is um, the other one's the bodyguard. Oh, I watched that the other day. <laughs> it was it was on, and, oh, and, body, and what you, you you couldn't get off the sofa. The remote <laughs> control was too far away for you to turn it over. No, it's good. It's not good. It is good. Well, it's not good. It, like, totally is. But it's not. It's but a it terrible is. film. Admittedly, it's no cutthroat island, but... Oh, well, I've, I clearly lose that round, because my film is would appear quite good <laughs> compared to the absolute dross that you two have picked. You must have, you must have a guilty pleasure that is actually rubbish. Oh, actually, no, you said it. You liked Point Break and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a guilty pleasure. That's a great film. And it's absolute dross. No. Oh, and also Unforgiven. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing guilty about that. 
You should have had that as your guilty pleasure. No. <laughs> then I couldn't have... Well, I know I could have still gone on about it for half an hour. <laughs> so, that was us and our 90s movies. Yes. I've um, been... It does appear that Matt has won. Why? <laughs> what, what was your guilty pleasure again, Matt? No, I mean, overall, I've won. Under Siege. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm sorry, Mike. I, I can't. You know. No, that's all right. That's all right. I'll get them to pick up that laser um, next week, yeah? Okay, <laughs> just, just remember, two people have got to come and get it because it's got to be turned sideways to get through the door. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> He'll send two of his Filipino labourers. <laughs> I'll send the gardener. <laughs> Juan. Juan? Yeah. I thought you said I needed two. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my bell? There we go. Yes. But you you're see, a car. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, I hate to say though, you know, spoons. Yeah. I'm terrible because I hold a grudge, and after that tweet, you know, I've got to say that Mike wins. Yes. <laughs> In your face, Spooner. That doesn't count. And big fish. That that's that's a. Set Blatter style of accounting. It keeps you in business until you're 79. Lee's got ages to go for that. Yeah. It's not like he's Conrad. No, that's true. <laughs> right. So that was our 90s film roundup. Hopefully you found it amusing. And you haven't just got, what are they still talking about movies they know nothing about? And then you listen to my choices. <laughs> so... Uh, for the last time in this little group, uh, I've been Mike. I've been Matt, the winner. <laughs> and I've been Lee. And if you like it, let us know and we might come back and do 2000s. Oh, I'd know some of the films then. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, you dude. young person, you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Fool's Daily is proud to be helping out with WAC 2015 a great charity drive in support of Macmillan nurses. Check out the Just Giving page at www.justgiving.com slash WAC2015 or search for WAC on Twitter. <laughs>